Welcome to I Am Ready, a podcast where we have tough and meaningful conversations based on the real-life experiences we're all going through, where women everywhere are reminded how magnetic and special they are, even when they doubt it, where we can all feel safe, heard, and understood as we explore the ups and downs of life. Here, we will learn, grow, and become our ideal selves together. So if you're ready to be poured into, reminded how powerful you are, and given that nudge to step into your boldness, then you've come to the right place. You ready? Let's do this. Hey everyone, and welcome back to I Am Ready. I have a treat for you today in today's episode. Not only am I lucky enough to be able to share um, my relationship and my story with my friend, Colleen Nichols, but we get to talk about something that I am very passionate about. I know she is very passionate about, and I think is a conversation that more women and mamas could be having. Um, So Colleen, for anybody that isn't familiar with her, she is pretty Insta-famous. She doesn't like me saying that, but um, she is a very successful entrepreneur. She's been in the entrepreneurial space for the past five to six years, grown some really successful businesses, and now has grown the community, direct sales growth community. I am fortunate enough to work um, alongside her and her husband, that we talk a little bit about within this community, but it's a wonderful space to help people that are are in network marketing or direct selling, just learn um, how to do things that feel more natural, feel more uh, aligned and getting rid of some maybe outdated tactics that just can give some of that ick factor. As she says, she also has organically grown the uh, account No Shame Sales Game. I'll put all this in the show notes, but that's an account where she kind of just says things like it is and people really appreciate it because she um, is, is bold and fierce and says what a lot of us are thinking and we appreciate her for that. So that's a little bit of background about her. She is such a dear friend. I feel so fortunate every day that not only have our paths crossed, but just how our relationship has like grown and evolved and how lucky I am to uh, be in her orbit. Uh, and then get to have this conversation with her and share it with you guys. So uh, again, I'll put all this in the show notes. I hope you enjoy. I hope it sparks a little bit of something in you and gives you some things to reflect on. And I hope it inspires maybe a new relationship with the word selfish. So enjoy everyone. Okay. Good morning, Colleen. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you for being here today. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of storytelling, but to give you a chance first to introduce yourself to everyone listening so they know who you are and what you're about. Okay. Uh, Well, first of all, I'm uh, your friend and we've been friends for years now. Um, I also less, less important and more boring is that I have um, an Instagram account where I help women in social selling and network marketing, um, you know, take the ick out of what they do. I have a a community of women where we do training and and things like that. Um, And I've been in network marketing for 
I guess five and a half years now. And I guess that's me professionally. I'm also a mom. I have three kids <laughs> and a husband, but that's me. Side note, side note. Yeah. I also have that too. Yeah. So this is my story about Colleen and why I have her here on the podcast today is because, um, I entered Colleen's world having never met her and is something that can happen in the network marketing space. My friend in real life, Kaylin, thank God for Kaylin. Thank God for um, Kaylin. <laughs> she was following your blog and listening and, and following along to all the relatable mom life stuff you were sharing. Mm-hmm. How long did you do that for? Um, I had a blog for like six years. And I totally forgot that that's how Kaylin and I like got connected. Yeah, that, yeah, I had a blog um, and it was like, you know, not successful. It was semi, like people read it, but not whatever. But I had, it was a, a great way to like meet people like Kaylin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she was following along. I had met her through our husbands um, mm-hmm. and she had said that she had joined you in business with Rodan and Fields, having never met you, but just really enjoying <laughs> what you had to say on your blog and in conversation and getting to know you. So that's how I came into Colleen's world was through Rodian and Fields. And so during our time together, like working together in that space, I think I've only met, had met you like three times. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. Like three times, which seems crazy. And we know that people hear that and they, they think it's crazy. Um, But from there, like we got to go on some trips together, convention, like getting to know one another. And um, so Colleen downplays it a little bit, but many people will recognize her name. She's pretty well known in the Instagram space for her account, No Shame Sales Game. And then running the community she mentioned is Direct Sales Growth Community. So Colleen on a whim, I've met her three times at this point, throws out on her social media, hey, I think I need some help as like a VA virtual assistant. I actually didn't even really know what that meant, but she's like, I think I need some help. You know, someone part-time, you know, anybody send them my way. And I'm, I don't know. It was like 10 o'clock at night or something crazy. And I was like, what about me? <laughs> yeah. I literally, this was on no shame sales game. And I was like, I didn't know anybody. No, but I knew nobody. And I was like going through the responses. I was like, Megan, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a yeah. joke. But I knew that like, I wanted to shake things up and add something different, having known Colleen and know like what she stood for, the kind of businesses she wanted to run, her goal of helping you know people in network marketing do it better, me included. I was like, yeah, I could add something else to my plate. And it was kind of the first sign, like that's not normally me to put myself out like that. But I was like, why not at least like find out what it means and like what she's looking for. So kind of from there, they say the rest is history because I started, um, part-time helping with direct sales growth community. And after not quite a year, Mm -hmm. um, and so mind you guys, at this time, I have a full-time job for the state and still doing my treatment court work full-time, but from home, um, mostly, Mm -hmm. um, and then still have Rodian and Fields on the side. So I'm juggling like three things at this point, but you guys get to the point, you and your husband, Corey, get to the point where like, we need full-time. And it was like, <laughs> right. There's just a lot of decisions that come when switching gears, which, you know, because as an entrepreneur, the last six years, yeah, there's, it's a major shift. It's major. Yeah. And 
posing that to you was honestly scarier than any of the own like things that we had done. Cause we were like, Oh God, like, you know, she says, yes. Then I, you just feel like this responsibility that, you know, when it's just yourself, you're like, Oh, if we screw ourselves, like whatever, but you know, we knew like, okay, that we have, we're doing a certain amount. Like we, we know we can do it. But when you were like, okay, I was like, Oh God, I'm going to like poop my pants. I'm so nervous. <laughs> And so, so I said yes to full-time and it was a conversation, you know, with my husband, Daniel, like being able to switch gears because like what I was doing was starting to become less and less fulfilling and just really wanted to be in an environment and around people like you and Corey, who are really like, you want to do good things for good people. You take care of your people. You really, um, I mean, you guys both work hard to create and build and grow. And I was just like the, the energy and the atmosphere having only been doing it part-time, I was like, this is so much more of a, like this, like invigorating kind of environment to be a part of. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it was just over a year ago that I kind of left quote unquote corporate world, have been working for you guys full-time. And then why, I mean, I think that this is important and how I'm going to segue this to ask you more about it is, um, just the connections, the people that you have introduced me to that have been in your world or you've brought in to direct sales growth community that have also like added great benefit to my life. So people like your friend, Shauna Van Bogart, she comes in every month. She is incredible at what she does. And she was the person that even brought up, like I had never even like heard of coaching really what it meant or that it was even an option. Yes. No idea. Yeah. Um, you brought in Allison Cullen to talk about human design. And she's the one that in getting to know her and working alongside her that pushed me to do this podcast. Mm-hmm. So like all of these things that if, if you wouldn't have done a Hail Mary to be like, Hey, does anybody know anybody that wants to do some work for us? And if I wouldn't have found a win, be like, I think I could uh, be, like, yeah. would be here today, which is well, crazy. It's crazy. And like, I think we were even talking about this on, you know, something in office hour in DSGC, like, that's how the best things happen. You just kind of, you don't have the answer. Like I just, you just throw it out there and be like, Hey, is this something anybody would possibly be interested in? I didn't have like a job description. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I was just like, this is something that I think I need. Um, and the right, I mean, I I probably wouldn't have taken anyone else on. I would be like, never mind. I don't, I don't want to do this with anybody else. So it's, and we joke now, I mean, like, and Me- Megan says, I downplay it. Like you downplay it. Like literally Corey and I, like we say joking, but not joking. Like Megan's our boss. Like literally she runs DSGC and she is the most valuable thing that we have in our, our business. Um, and she, I mean, I don't know how you do everything that you do. Like you're so important. <laughs> Well, the feeling is mutual. Honestly, you guys take such good care of me, my family. um, And it's, it doesn't, it's cliche, but it doesn't feel like work when you're doing things you enjoy around people you enjoy, you know? That's true. Um, And so having like being, giving everybody that's listening this background of you and I kind of the progression of not knowing who you were and being introduced to your world to now like working alongside you or you guys like pretty crazy. And And this is just in the last four years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah. I, think, I think it was just four years. So tell me like your experience, your thoughts, or like the importance of having people that are 
friends, mentors, like expanders is a word that gets used, but like people yeah. that really in your world that push you, that inspire you, that believe in you, like what oh the importance of that? It's everything. I mean, I feel like in the past two years, I've become even more um, honed in on that. I used to be very much like a um, everybody and everybody like uh, can be in my I think like, I don't know if it's Oprah or somebody uses like the analogy of a pool, like everyone can come in my pool um, and hang out. And that's, it was so draining trying to, you know, uh, it wasn't, wasn't life-giving. Right. Um, and the importance of over the last two years, really narrowing down, like who are the people that I'm going to allow in, in my circle, but also like mutually, like they're going to allow me in theirs and only being around people who, um, push you and motivate you. And you know, that like, they're not the people who are just like, yeah, cool. Like whatever you say. Um, I think that's like an important, you're a great example of that. Like not, you can say like, um, this doesn't make sense. Or have you thought about it like this? Because if you want to get to the next level in business or whatever you're doing, you have to have those people. You can get so far by yourself. Um, but that next level, you, you have to have those like friend tours, like they're your friends, they're the mentor, they're the expander. You can't do it by yourself. It's impossible. And I think much, I hope much my disappointment because you know I want to do it by myself. <laughs> well, yeah, quick note on this is it's like the, I think some of how Colleen and I really work well together too is Colleen is very much like, <clears throat> I'll do it on my own, high achieving. If it's not an A plus, it's an F, you know, like can really be <laughs> like, doesn't know how to rest sometimes. Right. Like you're just a go-getter and that is an a therapy session. <laughs> no, but I am like a, I'm a people pleaser. How can I help? What do you want me to do? Like all of these things. And so I honestly feel like some of our working relationship has been balancing each other out in that way that mm -hmm. we didn't even really like anticipate or know that we needed mm -hmm. that. Like, I'll be like, Hey, Colleen, you can tell me if you're about to like get sick at a meeting, like you can go, I can take it. You don't, you know? And, and allowing you to like check in on me because usually I'm the one that's like taking care mm -hmm. of everyone and everything. And to have someone that's like, no, I'm not talking about work. Like, are you okay? How is your family? Like, right. that's what's most important. Yeah. Uh, I think has been something that like, I didn't really realize that was missing because when, when we work and even when, I mean, I pray, we all have really good people around us. Right. But you don't realize like the importance or the meaning of it until you you have those like few key select people yep. you're like oh this is what this is supposed to be like like this mm -hmm. is a really mutually beneficial life-giving yeah. relationship that is going to push grow expand really support yeah. me not just like go through the motions yeah and we've talked about this before and there's in the past you know couple years there's been a, a pruning of things and it's important to have people also that can say, maybe this person isn't treating you the right way. Maybe then, you know, either being a people pleaser or somebody who just wants everyone to like them. Like you don't really stop and think like, is this mutually beneficial or is this somebody who's has my best interest in heart at heart? So when you do find those, you know, couple people who like actually care and it's, are actually, you know, invested in you and, and vice versa, it makes all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a nice segue because 
one of the things when I reached out to ask you to do this was um, <laughs> because you had shared, you know, publicly that you had picked a word of the year last year. That's, I think, mm-hmm. something you've done. Actually, it was my first time. That was your first time. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you really went for it because <laughs> tell every, this was last year. Like what word you picked for last year? Yeah, I picked selfish. Uh, that was, and I, I had never, like I just said, I never had picked a word. I've heard, you know, on, you know, end of December, beginning of January, you're like, okay, here's my word for the year. And it just kind of fizzles off by February 3rd. Um, but last year I really was like, this makes sense to me. Um, and it, I, I took it to heart all year. Yeah. So yeah. maybe first, cause I think it's a, one reason I wanted to is I am, you know, the, the people that listen here, um, may be able to relate to us in that, like, go, 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 give everything to everyone else really like can walk that fine line of like burnt out and bitter compared to like really wanting to just care of business, take care of the people they love, right? Like just coming here is a place where they can start to like, I need to kind of pour into me and make that more of a priority. Mm-hmm. So selfish. I think that was a word that really has a bad rap. Oh my gosh. Uh, Cause I even, I didn't share it until the end of the year. Everyone was like, here's, you know, here's my word. I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody that I'm being selfish. Like, because it does have such a negative connotation. And I think I, I had to know what it meant for me and let it play out before I could say like, oh, I'm just being selfish. Um, but for me, it, it really meant and looked like, um, you know, I'm making myself a priority. Okay. Whatever. But, um, for women moms, you don't have to be a mom to, you know, under, uh, relate to this, but like you just said, it's, it's the constant of giving of your energy and your time and all these things. And I was like, what if I like was selfish and treated myself like I might treat somebody else, like a, a friend. And so it was doing things like getting the massage or getting the facial or making the plan to like, go see a friend, um, or saying, you know what? Yeah. If my husband said, okay, you can, you can sleep in this Saturday and not be like, no, 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 no. It's okay. Like I'd be like, okay, great. Or voicing what I actually wanted, um, and receiving it, it blew up everything in the best way. And in my life, I was a better wife. I was a better mom. I was a better friend. I was a better business owner because I really took to heart and made it uh, a priority to make myself a priority and like, not just like make myself a priority, but make my cup filling a priority. Does that make sense? Totally. Totally. Um, what, what did you, what did you think selfish meant before and the air and, and with whatever you feel comfortable sharing, like, why did you pick it? I mean, like that's, um, that's kind of what you did, but like, what, yeah, that for you. I think before selfish was just, I didn't even, it wasn't a word that I even would take time to explore because it was just bad. If you're selfish, then you're taking from others, um, for your, for the good of yourself. And when I really stopped to think about it, um, I was like, I'm not, it, and it's just like, you know, concept of abundance and all those things for me to have doesn't mean I'm taking away from anyone else. Right. Like, so it was this, you know, I can be selfish and and say what I want, ask for what I want, do what I want, you know, within, I'm not being like, okay, it's five o'clock. It's bedtime. Peace out, Corey. Like I want to be by myself, not in that way, but, um, just knowing that there 
is everything that everyone needs is there. So why can't I have what I want and need? I'm not serving anybody when I'm pissed off all the time. I'm exhausted. I'm resentful. I was, there were times I was so resentful towards Corey, my husband, because he would, he would go play golf because he wanted to, or he'd be like, Hey, can I go on a run or can I go do this? And I'm like, fuck you. Like, what do you mean? Can you do that? Like, and he would do it and he would enjoy himself. And that would piss me off even more. Cause I was like, how do you do that? And then I, and then I was like, he's not bad. He's not wrong. I'm the wrong one. I'm the one who's not asking if I could like, Hey, you got this. I'm going to go do this. Or, Hey, I'm going to get that membership to the, you know, massage place or whatever. And I felt like if I did it, that he, other people would resent me for doing what I wanted. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. Yeah. Once I actually did it. And, and I, I, this is kind of the, the biggest piece of what I wanted to talk about. Cause I do think like whatever it is, and, and maybe you have a, an opinion on it, but whatever it is about like how in the world, the general message is to women, if you do this, it's bad and wrong because you are supposed to be taking care and giving to oh. everybody else. Men oh. go for it. See you later. Like they don't have most we're, we're stereotyping here a little bit, but oh, yeah. it doesn't appear that they, most men have any qualms or second thoughts about any sort of anything. doesn't matter what their interest is. doesn't matter. doesn't no. matter. They, no. They're like, okay, I'm, uh, this is on my radar to go do and I'm going to go do it. And there's not really a second thought about it. Women. It's like, oh my gosh, let me print you the itinerary. How terrible yes. and awful. are they going to be okay without me? He's probably going to be pissed off. Should yes. I spend this money on myself? Yada, yada, yada. Yes. I mean, I remember, um, you know, kind of one of the things that sparked this was when he, and again, let me be clear when I say, I don't think men are, are wrong in this. They mm -hmm. actually have it right. We're the ones that are like making it so much harder for ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, and I took a page out of my husband's book. So I was like, if he can do that, I can do that. And my husband is not, we have a very equal happy relationship. And he's never like, you, you know, you shouldn't do that. It was all me. And he, he went on a trip and I was like, when you go there, are you like, don't you feel like guilty or like, you know, does that ever come into play? And he's like, as soon as I step out of that door and I leave, I'm, I'm gone. Like it's my time. And I'm like, what? I can't even imagine that. And he was, and so then I went on a, I, I made a whole big thing of like, okay, I'm going to go on a, a weekend, you know, trip. And, and he said, I was like, are you going to be mad? And he was like, the only way that I'll be mad is if you go and you don't enjoy yourself. Cause then what's the point? Like, and I was like, Oh, you mean, I, I, I can take direction. I like a goal. I have to enjoy myself. Okay. I'm going to get an A plus. On that. No, but, um, I, I never really thought about it like that. He was like, if you're going to go, the decision is made. Everything is fine. You're just, it's, it's not worth it if you don't enjoy yourself. So uh, I, women, we need to like cut ourselves some slack a little bit. Like we feel like we get our crown in heaven or we're these martyrs for being miserable. Yeah. And yeah. it's so not true. And, and even hearing you like to go and enjoy ourselves, to like turn off. Yeah. The, the 
organization, responsibility, caretaking, mm-hmm. um, and to just go enjoy ourselves really shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that hard, you know? And I appreciate you like clarifying to say that a lot of times it really is our own internal dialogue. Some people may be in some sort of relationship or situation where they are being, you know, shamed for wanting to go do things. And, and that's a whole different conversation. But for the most part, this is like an internal dialogue that women are having to say that like, I don't deserve, it's not okay, it's not right. And yet we feel depleted. We feel crispy and burnt and exhausted. No wonder. Um, we're going through the motions mm-hmm. and wondering why, you know, day-to-day life doesn't feel as like glorious as it could. Yeah. Um, and so like all the cliche, cliche sayings of like, put your mask on before helping others or like give from your overflow, but they are true. They're like, and, and I guess a big thing for me and even like the work that I want to help women with and like, just what kind of sparked even all of this in me is like, no one's going to do it for me. Nobody like, Hey, Megan, I really think that you look burnt and you haven't done anything for yourself in a good long while. So why don't, why don't I do this for you? You can't, no one's going to do that or, or it's going to look like it it will help take the edge off maybe, but it really isn't going to be life giving. Mm -mm. Yeah. Right. There's a difference that these things don't matter. I'm getting a massage tomorrow. Like massages are my love language, but like those things are important and necessary for those of us that like, right? Go get your hair done, get your nails done. Go on a run. I, whatever. I can't imagine enjoying that, but sure. <laughs> People like that. Those things like take the edge off and they help us kind of maintain, right? They are still carving out time for ourselves. It is still, you know, ha- getting some alone time and spending some money on ourselves and things like that and, and trying to look nice and feel nice, like very important. But I do think that that is even still like a kind of a superficial example of this, of being selfish, that there are other things that are soul giving. And that was something that I had introduced to me um, when I worked with Gervais, who was someone else that I did through you, was like, there is a difference between like self-care and soul care and kind of what we're talking about. And what I saw you embody, Colleen, when you, when you picked this word was like, you were doing things for your whole self and your whole soul. Like I want to be my best me and just getting a massage every other month. Isn't going to cut that. Right. Exactly. And a couple Saturdays isn't, isn't what we're talking about here. Like brushing your teeth. Like you need to do those things to like maintain. But I think, um, for me and everyone is different, but for me, and I know, I think you're similar, like connection is mm-hmm. like with your people is the most like, you know, soul giving like soul work. So making that time, whether it's, you know, somebody local, like a friend that's local and you're doing something where you get to connect or some, most of my friends like you are not local. So how do we take the time and the effort and the money to be together and go do something? And that connection just gives such a, um, I don't know, like a charge that, you know, okay, great. I got to sleep in or I got to do whatever, but knowing what that is for you and then doing it. Mm -hmm. And I think about it kind of like, when we were just talking, I just wrote it down, but like, um, a lot of times when I think about in, you know, network marketing, if somebody's going to start a business and they're like, oh gosh, well, $200 to start up. Like I, that just, I can't imagine. And I'm like, what if that $200 made you 
$100,000, right? That $200 would be worth it. And I think about that like this, like I'm going to take three days and go be with my friend. And then the next three months, six months, I feel great because I had that connection. Like it's a small investment for a big return. So we feel like we can't, I, I, I don't have the space to do that. or I don't have the time or the money or whatever. Most of us can make it work if you, if you really want to. And that's the, that's where it comes with being selfish. It means asking for help. Like if you need, like, okay, I'm going to go do this. Can you watch my kids? Or I'm going to, I want to buy this plane ticket and I know we have a joint account and this might be not what we were planning on, but this is what I want. And like making the moves and and the investments, so to speak, in yourself. Yeah. And, and like you said, like finding out what that means for you, because again, if you're like, I don't know, I go get my hair cut and I like take a nap and I like do these things, but I don't really feel fulfilled or I don't really feel reinvigorated, then those things are missing the mark. Mm-hmm. And again, I, knowing you, I mean, you really did like, it was like mind, body, all the things like you invested mm-hmm. in, in yes. courses and things you looked at things for your, your health and yeah. your, your yeah. physical health, right? Yeah. Like if there are things in your world that you are ready to like tackle and like, okay, like kind of this enough is enough. Like I'm ready to really take care of myself. And again, yeah. this is going to look so different for everyone else. Like, what do I need to do to make that happen? I, I very much relate, like that was kind of how I felt when I took the leap to work with Gervais, mm-hmm. uh, who again, I had been introduced through a training through DSGC. I was like, I'm nothing is inherently bad in my life, but I don't feel good. I don't feel right. I don't feel like myself. Like I need to do something about this because mm-hmm. this isn't how I want to feel every day in yeah. with my feelings, with my body, with my anything. Like this is not what I want for my life and my well being, And so yeah, it was a monthly investment. It was a six month investment. It was a time, but it was like, I need to do this for me because what is the alternative? More of yeah. the same, yeah. probably getting worse over time. Absolutely. And I think that's the, that's the mark because the, the stuff that makes us feel nice or look nice, you get a facial, you get a, your hair cut or, you know, you shower apparently like that self-care for people like, Oh, I showered today. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like the, the bar is so low uh, for us. Um, but it's really the insides stuff that like we ignore. So whether it's a coach or maybe you have some health stuff, like I encourage people to look inward and what doesn't feel good and, and what feels off, not just, I need the time to go get pampered. We all know when something's out of alignment and we need to do whatever we can to get back into that state of alignment, because I'm telling you when you're out of it, it sucks. It's, um, you can get in like a bad downward spiral. Like you can, I mean, if I'm burnt out and tired, I'm snapping at my kids. I'm not making time for my husband and I, I don't reach out to my friends to go do things. I have no fun. So I'm more bitter, right? Like there's just this like vicious pot of yuck you're living in because it like, we have to, we have to find ways to take the initiative to get out of that. Mm -hmm. And, and again, waiting for a partner to recognize that I'm really whatever, waiting for a friend to be like, are you okay? I mean, I hope you have these people in your world, everyone that, that notices and, and knows you and pays attention, but ultimately just feeling like it is, it is okay. It is smart. It is wise. It is responsible 
for me yeah. to be the one to say, I need something more or different because this isn't cutting it for me. And I deserve no more, no less than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And when we're waiting for our partner to either ask or give us permission like that's really unfair to them I feel like I remember but when I got married my mom's like I don't have a lot of advice for this she's like but the the best thing that I can tell you is that he's not a mind reader he will not know unless you say it um and no matter you think oh well I he I obviously he knows I'm burnt out I told him I'm tired I like it, it's not going to register. Like they cannot, whether you're in a heterosexual relationship, uh, uh, whatever relationship, your partner cannot read your mind. Um, and you have to advocate for yourself and you're not better than for just suffering. You're not stronger for suffering. Um, and I think that that I used to think that like, if I just, you know, if I, if it's hard, then it's, I'm, I'm worth it. Um, and it can really, it doesn't have to suck. It yeah. really doesn't have to suck. Um, so, yeah. or just yeah. even like that, this is normal. It's normal for every day to feel this hard. It's normal for every day for me to not have much to look forward to. It's normal that like, I don't remember the last like fun thing that was on my calendar. This uh-huh. is on life. This is just, you know, in your life in your 30, like, nope, 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 nope. No. That's not, if that's not how you want it to be for you, that doesn't have to be your normal. Right. Yeah. You know, okay, I, you um, know my husband well enough ish like we are very different he doesn't need as much social connection as I do so that might mean then I go do more things with people separately and that's fine because that is what I need and what works for me and and he doesn't need it so again there's not a right or wrong it's not like we have to do everything together as a partnership it doesn't I mean it's just really being real and honest with yourself because I hope as people are listening there you guys can all have at least one thing that's coming to your mind that you know you have been thinking about has been something you've been wishing for has been something that has like intrigued you and you've like if it's added to cart if you've looked into it and whatever and then you you back yourself out of it like you know there is something that you have been wanting for yourself in this like soul giving way that if nothing else this is like your permission slip to like take yeah. the steps and keep moving forward with it yeah like you you owe it to yourself, but also, and again, I'm not assuming that everyone here is a mom, but I am. And one of the things that I think about is that like, if I'm pissed off all the time and like, I'm burnt out, I'm modeling to my kids that that's what you're supposed to be. I mean, I'm not somebody, uh, it's an uh, active thing for me to try to relax and do all the things but I had a mom who, who did not relax, didn't never asked for help. And so that's why I think that I'm the way that I am. And I don't want my kids to like, think fun is bad or that. I don't know. I want them to see their parents have fun and and a life outside of them. For sure. You know, I don't know. And that to be their normal. You don't want that to be you know, just work, 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 do, 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 and feel right. crabby through it all. Yeah. They know I have friends. They know I do things. They know that, you know, I don't know. To me, that's important. Yeah. So, yeah. So what does like, after, after really prioritizing, taking a year to have that be your word, and then I know continuing with this kind of mindset and approach, like what does current Colleen and life for you look like now compared to 
before you made this intention and this change in your life? It's much more, and I like, like in my head, I'm like thinking of a different word. It's, but it's much more abundant. Like it really is. Like there's, I feel like there's enough energy and time and space and money to do what we need, like what you need to do. Uh, life feels, um, it's like how we, how you just said, like, here's your permission slip. I feel like I have an extended permission slip. Like it's, I don't need that anymore. And I used to need the permission slip from somebody else. And I was like, fuck it. Like I've written the permission slip. It's, it's handed to the universe, God, source energy, whatever you want to call it. And I have permission to do that. And it, it doesn't feel, um, it, it doesn't feel uncomfortable anymore. It felt uncomfortable a lot last year being like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Um, and now it's like, well, duh, of course I'm, I'm going to. Um, so it's, it's that, you know, eternal permission slip. Yeah. It feels really cool. And like anything, right. Any change we're making in our life, anything that is, <clears throat> whether we're adding, whether we're taking away, like we have to do it and try it and practice it for it to be normal to take out the icky narrative in our head that this is bad and wrong and, and selfish is bad and wrong, that I'm hurting everyone else by you know doing things for me. Like you have to practice it and do it more. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One, maybe to find like the things that do really light you up. Sometimes that's trial and error. What you wow. used to enjoy 10 years ago may not be fun for you anymore. Oh, right? no. No. So like you may need a little trial and error to rediscover some things that really do pour life into you and that feel really good and rejuvenating. Um, and the more that you do it, do take things, take time, take money, whatever for yourself, the less and less it's going to be that internal battle because it is now just a normal part of your life, your internal dialogue, your family dynamics, right. And they're used to you coming and going versus mom is the one who's always here and she never leaves and she doesn't do anything. Um, no, everyone's new normal. Everyone's new normal. And, um, I just like, I, when I listen to things like this and it's somebody who's on the other side of whatever it is that I want to accomplish and maybe you don't want to be selfish, but whatever. Um, it, like you were just saying, it is uncomfortable. Um, and there are times when it, you feel like, oh, well, I just shouldn't, or I'm not worth it, but I'm begging you give yourself a year. You don't have to declare that you're being selfish. You don't have to tell anyone just like make it a little game with yourself and say like, what's one thing I can do this week to like be a little selfish. Um, and I'm, I'm, I promise you that it, it's not taking from anybody. Nobody loses when you take care of yourself at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, it, and start small, right? Like you may not have the biggest budget in the world, or you might hear some of the things we've said and be like, I, I literally can't do some of those things. Fine. I've done small things. Like even just like, I, I can work from anywhere. So like get out of the house and go work somewhere else, right? Like something little like that really does pour into me because I'm out of my four walls. I probably then got dressed for the day. Right? <laughs> I'm around other people and just yeah. getting some of the buzz of like, people, yes. even if I'm not directly taught, like that does pour into me that I didn't realize until working from home so much that like, I have to get out of here. Right. Um, maybe it is just like, I have one hour to myself every day, do whatever you want with it. Go for a walk, take a nap, 
read your book. I don't care, you know, but like, I'm going to dedicate one hour to myself for the day. Great. No purpose of being anything other than just, you can be, and this is my own, like, but like lazy, you can be whatever you want um, with no, like, oh, I should be doing whatever. And that takes time to get there. You're on your walk. You're going to be like, oh shit, I should be doing the laundry or I should be making this phone call or whatever. No, I should be on my walk. You should, you should be on your walk. Yeah. So yeah. I love a good walk. Well, I know that you are off some places later this morning. We get to reconnect um, for a meeting and a little bit after that. So thank you for making the time to come and talk. About oh man, this. thanks I for think, having me. Um, it's just an important message to one. I think how this conversation started was just like, Throwing your name in a hat and saying yes on a whim can lead to some pretty incredible things. So give yourself chances for really wonderful things to happen, even if you can't see them or anticipate them. Um, Mm -hmm. Because like never in a million years. Bet on yourself. I'm recording a podcast, working for myself from home with like never in a million years. Right. Right. Like, and and like, it's, fucking crazy what can happen in a year mm-hmm. a year mm-hmm. like yes you like Rodan and Fields and all these things years ago but like the most massive change for you has happened in a year's time yeah yeah so it's not this like thing that takes forever and ever but you have to bet on yourself and you have to say like put throw your hat in the ring yeah. raise your hand like be try. a little bit selfish and so, try yeah and try. Okay. Well, this thanks. Me, thank you for your time. Thank yeah. you for doing this with me. Thank and you. I am just really, um, again, knowing you more personally, like that, just proud that you took the year to be selfish and to, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do yeah. a lot. You well, do a lot. You are a worker. You work hard. You take care of a lot of things. A lot of people you're growing a massive business. Like I think I think you deserve some time to be selfish. Well, everybody deserves the time to be selfish. So anyway, I'm proud of you. This is wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. I will see you later this morning. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here and listen to this episode. I know your days are full and there are a million ways that you could be spending your precious time. So just know that you choosing to be here with me doesn't go unnoticed. If you don't want to miss another chance to prioritize yourself and refuel that cup, then hit the subscribe button now so you don't miss a thing. The best way to spread these messages is to share, rate, and review these episodes. I want this podcast to support and nourish you through whatever you're going through in life. Please reach out to me on Instagram at any time at Megan M. Colsing. I'd love to hear from you because my mission is to help support and guide you to that magical and fulfilling life that you deserve. And in case nobody's told you yet today, you matter and you're doing a great job. See you next week.